welcome back to Mr. Kink. My name is Chris. And I'm Leonard. Hey, today we're going to be talking about the Yeti. Man, so you know what? I'm kind of glad we're talking about the Yeti, because as y'all y- don't know, but in my whole family, my sister believes in Bigfoot a lot. And so does, you know, the good old co-host right here, Chris, or the owner, whatever, whatever we are. Co-host. And to me, I never really cared about really Bigfoot, but I said, if I do believe Bigfoot exists, I believe the story of the Yeti. But why the Yeti and not a Bigfoot? So... Mine's my. It's very very simple, simple-minded thinking. It's um. He's supposed to be very hairy and white, and I'm just like, well, he lives up in the snow. It makes sense. That's that, one that, version though. It's not like every version's white. Like, well, see, that's, that's I didn't believe any other version besides the Yeti. Okay, but well, where did you think the Yeti lived? I want to start there. Oh, uh, I believe he just only lives in mountains. Where in the well, mountains? Which mountain range? Where? All right. <laughs> I don't want, I know what you're doing. Okay, so I thought he lived in Mount Fuji. Yeah, that's right. Say it. <laughs> Say you <laughs> thought he was Japanese. Say it. Wait, I thought he was an Asian Yeti. They use an Asian Yeti, but he's not Japanese. Yeah, I thought he was like straight Japanese. The Japanese do have a Yeti version, but not the Yeti. Yeah, what is what is the Yeti version called for their? Do you, we have, do you have it pulled up right now? I can pull it up that. right now. But yeah, I, no, that shit was funny when you told me that. You yeah. Thought the Yeti would. Ja- well, I mean, that's a Japanese Chinese. That's racist that you thought that. Wait, oh, no, 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 let's not even go there, I love the Japanese people. Oh, I know you do, I know you, whole Asian culture is your thing, like. Yeah, I get a boner for Japan. Oh, I know you do. Yeah, so the Japanese version of the Yeti is the Habagin. Ah, which we will be talking about, but for today, we're, of course, we're talking about the good old Yeti, which, you know what, after deeping deep down inside the story and looking up stuff, I really love the story behind the Yeti. I think the Yeti has like an amazing story. Oh, yeah. No, he's cool. Like, definitely. I honestly thought Yeti was, like, some religious BS. Did not think he... Never crossed my mind that he was a blood and flesh creature. Like, my dumb ass over here, like, the Bigfoot's real. But, but not the, the Yeti. Yeti. <laughs> no way. So, me and I'm like, the Yeti's real, but not all the Bigfoots. So, we're kind of like the opposite on that. Yeah, but by the end of this episode, we're going to kind of discuss the changes that i've had in my thinking oh and same as me yeah there's a lot of shit so to start off the himalayas is where the yeti is found it's in southern china it also uh borders with bhutan india nepal and pakistan so there's all these different cultures so the himalayan people have all these different cultures they're mainly tibetan buddhist but they also have a little bit of pakistani muslim in there they have some other religions in there but it's mainly tibetan and there's actually a few stories of the yeti in nepal most of the stories I've heard is from Nepal. Yeah, so Nepal, that's like that's the big one, right? That's the big one. That's like the, the super hot spot of the Yeti yeah. is Nepal. Yeah, so the people actually, the Himalayan people actually for years, the Lepcha people worshipped a glacier being as the god of the hunt, which is really interesting. If the Yeti's a meat eater, he would be a hunter. Yeah. So that's a really interesting that a man... Well, I thought like Yetis and Bigfoots were hunters like they hunt deer and yeah hunt. but these people believed in a a glacier being an ice person that lived up there oh as glacier. the god of the hunt yeah yeah all right that'd be kind of wild though so the range of the himalayas are the highest in the on earth including mount everest is part of that they have over 50 mountain ranges which exceed 2306,000 feet and that's like the highest mountain of, of the whole entire earth right yeah i said that wrong too it's 23,600 feet in elevation 8,000 meter parts see Twenty three thousand feet. So wasn't didn't didn't we see, didn't you send me something about those type of people that lived in fourteen thousand feet? What was that? The Tibet, Tibetans, right? What uh, you sent me something earlier today about oh, the, people living in. We're like, actually about to move into that right now. Oh well, perfect. I asked the right question at the right time. Yes, you did. So we're moving on to. There's a form of Neanderthal that lived there, 
30 to 40,000 years ago called the Denos, the Denosivian. And basically they had a specialized uh, chromosome and gene inside of them that allowed them to live up that high without any issues. Because so it's a special gene inside their gene pool. Exactly. So there's something in there that helps them to be able to live in that in that climate because it's ice cold. Their stare is super thin. It's really hard to breathe up there. Well, what would you count um, Big Bear? How much, how much feet is that? Oh, Big Bear is only like 8,000 feet. 8,000 so feet? So figure, you figure four Big Bears on top of each other. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm saying. So it's just like Big Bear gets a lot of snow. So these guys are just like literally living in snow oh, yeah, 24, 24 hours of the day. Yeah, definitely. Like they don't even have a summer. Yep. So the De- the Denisovians are a form of Neanderthal that kind of branched off and went to the mountains. Yeah. So so they were a part of the Neanderthal. Yeah, because there's different species of Neanderthal. So there's the Homo sapien, which is modern humans. Yeah. And alongside lived them Neanderthals, and there's different versions of the Neanderthals. And the same uh, DNA traces that are found in the De- Denisovian people and their remains are in the Tibetans too. So they believe that Neanderthal and Homo sapien had children together. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So, the next thing we're going to be talking about is Gigantopithecus, a possible version or a possible relative of the Yeti. See, before we get into that, I don't even want to try to say this word. Like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know how you even saying it, man. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Hands down. Like, I grew up watching, like, all those, like, History, mysteries, and fucking everything on History Channel. Man, all mine's are like all sci-fi. Oh, yeah. No, I love... I mean, sci-fi, too, was the shit. I never liked History Channel and all that discovery. I kind of like more like it now, but, yeah. like, when I was younger, I'm just like, nah, like, you know, like, fuck this shit. Well, that's all my grandpa would watch, so I'd be sitting there through, like, World War Two Nazi after Nazi after Nazi documentary, and then at nighttime, the Yetis came on. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> it's like uh, we had that class with Miss Pobans, that bitch ass fucking BCS teacher. Man, dude, I did not like Miss Pobans at all. One time, I came up with a Australopithecus, which is like the very first recognizable as human ancestor we have. Yeah. And she couldn't say the word, and nobody could say the word. And I'm just like over here, like my fucking nerdy ass, like Australopithecus. <laughs> she's like, how do you know? I'm like, well, you know. She she just like was just like was she like appalled that you knew it or anything? No, I mean, did Miss Popans ever do anything bad to you? Yeah, she would always ask me where like my friends were that were bad influences because I was on the right path and she wanted to keep me on the right. I think path. she said that to everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Besides me or Daniel. Well, she kicked Daniel out of the class for saying that babies being uh, forming in the womb was evolution. No, I think no. She kicked, I thought she kicked him out of class because of he said that he would buy a star. For for his girlfriend, and she was just like, "That's stupid. All of this is stupid." Oh, that's another. That was another reason he got kicked out. He got kicked out more than once. Oh, all the time. Daniel was her like mortal enemy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, Daniel was like, we were learning about frogs changing or tadpoles changing to frogs. Yeah. And Daniel said that could be a form of evolution, a creature becoming another creature to survive better. Yeah. Which is a valid argument. Yeah, it is. And she's like, "No, Christian science is the only kind of science that's real." And then and good Daniel old got her so mad that she started crying and kicked him out of this class. And Daniel got <laughs> up and was like, I want to go, and left. <laughs> Man, so, sorry Daniel. about that good old tangent, but like, no, I mean, yeah, no, that was great. No, no, it's, dude, I love it. Yeah. I, m- I miss BCS, but go on. So Gigantopithecus is an extinct genus of ape from the early to middle uh, Pleistocene era. Yes. Um, they lived in southern China. 
They represented a species called G. Blackie, which is the guy just named the species after himself because he's a fucking narcissist. <laughs> yeah. And so they lived in Thailand, Vietnam, and Indonesia, which are all the different countries that surround the Himalayas. Yeah. There's a Gigantopithecus was a big, massive ape. stood about six to seven feet tall, maybe taller, as well as about four to 500 pounds, which is usually what the Yeti's described as. And it has black or reddish fur based off of hair strands found that were fossilized. Yeah, see, back in the day, I thought, like, Yeti was, like, purely only white. No, so did I. It, it's, just, it's this research that showed me it was different. Yeah. So this animal is very gorilla-like. It was sexually dimorphic, which means the males were bigger than the females. All right. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Gigantopithecus disappeared from the fossil record probably about uh, thirty to 20,000 years ago. So it, it doesn't mean that they died out. It just means that skeletons aren't being found from earlier than that. Yeah. We're moving on to the Yeti. The Yeti, once better known as the Abominable Snowman, is a mysterious bipedal creature said to live in the mountains of Asia. It sometimes leaves tracks in the snow, but is also said to dwell below the Himalayan snow line. Despite dozens of expeditions into remote mountains and regions of Russia, China, Nepal, the existence of the Yeti remains unproven. The Yeti is said to be muscular, covered with white or dark grayish or reddish brown hair, weighs between 2 to 400 pounds, is relatively short compared to the American Bigfoot, averaging about 6 feet in height, 1.8 meters, though this is the most common form of the reported Yeti have come in a very uh a variety of shapes and sizes <clears throat> one thing i would like to add well oh, i thought you were going to pause or something no no good all right so one thing i'd like to add so i don't know if i'm going too far here so of course like uh where we where chris just read that you know tracks in the snow of course there's always tracks everywhere when we're talking about bigfoot but there was this guy that actually <clears throat> got a pickaxe and put it next to this footprint and i have to say man like that footprint was pretty big compared to that axe i mean i'm a size 13 and i ain't shit compared to a fit that pickaxe i know what you're talking about you're talking about h seeger yeah which is the next section good segue my guy man i'm just i, I didn't know i was going pro. too far you're ahead i guess i guess no, so you're like, like the next step yeah i'm just like all right so when when he talks it's like we're going on to the next step yeah so according to h seeger the yeti was part of the pre-buddhist beliefs of several himalayan people the lepcha people as we talked earlier is reported that the followers of the Bon religion once believed the blood of the Miri god, or wild man, had used in certain mystical ceremonies. So these guys were using Yeti blood supposedly in their religion. Oh, well, really? Yeah. So that made Seeger super interested, right? Uh, but you got to go back a little bit further than Seeger in the 1900s to the 1830s. James Prisnip's Journal of the Asiatic... Society of Bengal, published by Trekker B. H. Hogson's account of his experiences in northern Nepal. His local guides, a tall bipedal <laughs> creature covered with long dark hair, which seemed to flee in fear. Hogson concluded it was an orangutan, but he was in the Himalayas. Yeah, which I think what the, there what there is like orangutans in the, the China, in Thailand, uh, yeah, and China, but, but it's in the, the way other part. It's in the jungle area. Yeah, so it they, it wouldn't be. It's not really correct for one to be there. Exactly. An early record of reported footprints appeared in 1899 in Lawrence Waddell's Among the Himalayas. Waddell reported his guide's description of a large ape-like creature that left prints which Waddell thought were made by a bear. Waddell heard the stories of bipedal ape-like creatures but wrote that none, however, of the many Tibetans I have interrogated on this subject could ever give me an authentic case. 
On the most superficial investigation, it always resolved into something that somebody heard tell of. So it was he said, she said. Yeah. You know, story to story. So into the 20th century, the frequency of reports. How did you say that? Century. I swear you fucked up. I did fuck that up. But okay. Fine. Keep moving. <laughs> the frequency of reports increased during the early 20th century when Westerners began making determined attempts to scale many mountains in the area, occasionally reported seeing odd creatures on strange tracks. In 1925... N.A. Tambazi, a photographer and member of the Royal Geographic Society, writes that he saw the creature about 1,500 feet, about 4,600 meters up, near Zimu Glacier. Tambazi later wrote that he observed the creature from about two to 300 yards for about a minute. Unquestionably, the figure in the outline was exactly like a human being walking upright and stopping occasionally to pull out some dwarf rhododendron bushes. That's a hard-ass word. Yeah, I was looking at that right now. I'm just like... Yeah, yeah. Ron yeah. Dondurin. Good job, man. This sounds like a Star Wars planet. That sounds like something that shouldn't even be in the English dictionary. It's not. It's, it's Tibetan, so it's, it's not in the English dictionary. Oh. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, yeah. I'm right. I'm right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> when I'm right, I'm right. So it showed up dark against the snow, and as far as he could make out, it wore no clothes. About two hours later, Tambazi and his companions descended the mountains and saw the creature's prints. Described as similar in shape to those of a man, but only six to seven inches long by four feet wide. The prints were undoubtedly those of a biped. That's a big footprint. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. It's only six inches long, but it's so fucking wide. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a, that's a girthy footprint. Western interest in the Yeti peaked dramatically in the 1950s while attempting to scale Mount Everest in 1951. Eric Shipton took photographs of a number of large prints in the snow. At about 6,000 meters or 20,000 20, feet above sea level, these photos have been subject to intense scrutiny and debate. Some argue that the best evidence of the Yeti's existence, while others contend that the prints are those of a mundane creature that have been distorted by the melting snow. So let me talk about this footprint. So this footprint, yeah, it's not really lengthy. No. No, but when you're talking about like how width it is, it's very, very, actually pretty girthy. Yeah, it's probably about... It's it very wide. across. It's what, how much? It said it was about four to five inches across. Four or five inches across. So how much you would think your foot is by, like, like yeah, like side to side? I don't know. Probably about four inches across. Isn't that, it's not that big, but the, I think the shape of the toes is what makes it really weird. I think that's probably what it's getting me. Like, no, because that looks like he has, like, like two, monkey toes. Or two or three, like, thumb toes. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But, like, into one. It's very, very like big toe, and how how high was this of this footprint? Did it say? Oh yeah, yeah, fifteen thousand feet. Fifteen thousand feet, yeah. So this is just the same around height that of the people that we we're talking about earlier, yeah. right? So that makes sense. Yeah, no, this. So there was people that lived up in these elevations that we we're talking about earlier. Oh yeah, and higher. Yeah, but it's like I would I wouldn't feel a human being would have this type of footprint. Nah, it would have to be some type of animal or. Uh, monster. Yeah, the footprint is definitely animalistic. It's got weird, stubby, rounded toes, but the the inside toe, the big toe, is it's shaped like a thumb. Yeah. So he definitely looks like he's gonna pick some shit up with his. And feet. I wanna, I, I don't see like a claw. You know what I mean? That's this uh footprint. We'll put it in the show notes actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Since I actually said that, Mystery King does have a website now. Good yeah. old Chris. We'll plug it in. We'll plug it in at the end of the show. Yeah, we'll plug it in at the end. We of the got show a couple of new things to plug in at the end of the show. Yeah, we have a like. We're moving up, boys. 
We're, we're, we're getting there. More projects, more work, more fun shit coming in. Yes. All right, let's continue. All right, so in 48, Peter Byrne reported finding a Yeti footprint in northern Sikkim, India, near the Zimu Glacier. Everything keeps happening around the Zimu Glacier. Yeah, it is. Which the Iceman. Bond people believed in the glacier god. Yeah. So it's weird that Zimu Glacier and the people having a religious reason attached to the glacier keep popping up everywhere. Connections, connections. Yeah. So this man, he was on holiday from the Royal Air Force assignment in India. So what does that mean on holiday? Just like, oh, on vacation. Vacation. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. So when he was on vacation, he saw some weird Yeti footprint and thought it was pretty dope. And he's a Royal Air Force uh, flight person, a pilot, flight yeah. person pilot, you know. That vernacular flight person. <laughs> So, in 1953, Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay. All right. Fucked up name. Yeah, I wouldn't like to have that last name. So, you know what? That's a fucked up last name, like you said, or like I mentioned earlier. But, man, could you imagine going to school with someone with that name, how much shit he would get? You know, if we think about back in the 90s and, like, the early 2000s, this kid would be getting roasted. Oh, dude, all day long. I remember, um, I mean, even, like, the name Dick. Yep. You know how like that was a that was a popular name back what probably like sixty seventies maybe uh, you don't know, know about popular. that no I know yeah Richard is a uh, dick short for Richard what no but there's also like they also just did Dick yeah I mean Dick's just also a name but also so is Gaylord Gaylord is not a fucking name yes it is what it's a fucking MMO no it's it's a name it's someone's name dude Gaylord was a very fucking popular name like thirties and forties and fifties so some some parents named their kid Gaylord. G A Y L O R D E, D E. Oh, like Lord, like the fucking South Park Lord. Yeah, like the sing. No, Lord's a real singer. She's oh. a real person. Oh shit, she is. I, yeah. And so they're actually making fun of a real person. I thought he was yeah. just like making fun of some bullshit. Yeah, on no, South she Park. saw it and was like, "That's funny. I'm down to earth. It's cool. I like that was cool." She was like, "That's funny." Like, no, no, it was a fucking great episode. Yeah, no, but the actual person was like, "Yo, that's funny that they made fun of me that way." Like they're like, "That's dope." That's how it should be, though. Well, yeah, no, Gaylord. You ever read uh, The Thousand Paper Cranes? Little Girl Has Little Have I ever read? Yeah, or I guess you haven't. <laughs> That's not the right question. Have they ever read, and it's going to be a no from Leonard. It's going to be a no, yeah. So I don't read books too often. Obviously, I'm pretty sure people could tell by breakdown just, just how um, I talk. But yeah, I'm not really a book person. A little breakdown for you. Third grade Chris is reading it in third grade from his teacher. Little Girl Has Leukemia, and she's making a thousand paper cranes to get a wish. Which Talking about a book? Yeah. It sounds like a good book, though. It doesn't come true. She doesn't get her wish. She dies at the end. Spoilers. What book are you talking about? A Thousand Paper Cranes. A Thousand Paper Cranes. Yeah, and her bro- little brother's name is Gaylord. So is this a bit on a true story? No, nah, it's not a true story. So it c- can't be a real name. Gaylord is a real name. I'm telling you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> we got to look this up afterwards. No, we're looking it up right now. All right, guys. We're going to I have a new, a new setup for everyone. Gaylord name. All right, let's look this up here and... Uh... See what Google's going to tell us here. Gaylord is a name of Norman French origin. From the old French, Gaylord meaning joyful or high-spirited. So it's kind of just how what gay is, because gay means like happy. Yeah. Yeah. But the name Gaylord is a high-spirited or joyful person. But it is a children's name. So to avoid any tangents, I'm going to refer to these guys as Edmund and Tenzing by their first names. Edmund would later discount Yeti Yeti reports as unreliable. In his first autobiography, Tenzing said that he believed the Yeti was a large ape. And although he had never seen it himself, his father had seen one twice. But in his second autobiography, he said he had become much more skeptical about its existence. 
So basically, he probably thought it was. I'll just nickname it the Giga. Yeah. Since, yeah. So he probably thought it was that. No, he thought it was just an ape. Well, yeah, but is it the? Well, I mean, Gigantopithecus wasn't discovered at this time yet. Oh, okay. Not till seventies or eighties. All right. So during the Daily Mail Snowman Expedition of 1954, the mountaineers leading John Angelo Jackson made the first trek from Mount Everest to Kanchenjunga in the course of which he photographed the symbolic painting of the Yeti at Tengboche Gump. Jackson tracked and photographed many footprints in the snow, most of which were identifiable. However, there are many large footprints in which could not be identified. These flattened footprint-like indications were attributed to erosion and subsequent widening of the original footprint by wind, particles, and melting. On March 19, 1954, the Daily Mail printed an article which described the expedition teams obtaining a hair specimen from an alleged Yeti scalp found in the Pangbonche Monastery. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> to get to the scalp, so I might be getting a little bit too ahead, but no, that's going... the very next part. So you're good. You're right. You're always white. Well, no, no, no. About this though. Talking about the scalp. So they stole the actual scalp, correct? No, they stole hairs off the scalp. Scalp. Oh, so they, they stole only the hairs. actual hand. Okay, so they stole the hand, but only hairs of the scalp. Yeah, they 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 tricked the um the monastery uh, monks into giving them hairs off the scalp for like religious practices, but they actually took them to get DNA sequenced. Yeah, th- but unfortunately, <clears throat> the time nineteen fifty four DNA sequencing wasn't great. Yeah, so it was boobie. Yeah, so the scalp had dark brown hair. It was conical shape, which means it was cone shaped. And mention like we haven't said anything about white hair yet. Yeah. And uh, during the study, the hairs were bleached, cut into sections, and analyzed microscopic. So these weren't DNA tested yet. My bad. The research consisted of taking micro photographs of the hairs and comparing them to hairs known animals such as bears and orangutans. Jones concluded that the hairs were not actually from a scalp. He continued that while some animals do have a ridge of hair extending from the plate of the back, no animals have a ridge as in the Pangbonchi scalp, running from the base of the forehead across the plate and ending at the nape of the neck. Jones was unable to pinpoint exactly the animal from which the the Pangbonchi's hairs were taken. He was, however, convinced that the hairs were not of a bear or anthropoid ape. He suggested that the hairs were from the shoulders of a coarse hair-hoofed animal, so possibly a horse or donkey. Okay, so they mean like something like that. Okay. Potentially, though, this is before DNA sequencing. Yeah. So when did Dean say DNA actually came in? Wasn't it in the eighties? Seventies and eighties. Oh, okay, so that was kind of close. Yeah, no, you were close. Like it's we're twenty years off. Like it's not that far off. As far as science goes, twenty years is not that far. Yeah, no, 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 it's not. When it comes like the science, electronics, and all that. Yeah. Swap Kamir Ravitz claims in his book *The Long Walk*, published in nineteen fifty six, that he and some others were crossing the Himalayas in the winter of nineteen forty. Their paths were blocked for two hours by two bipedal animals that were doing nothing but shuffling around in the snow. I mean, so so what do you mean bipedal animals? Bipedal means standing straight up or walking on two legs. Okay, so basically, they probably thought like they probably saw like a yeti. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, but the other thing is, though, bears can be bipedal to an extent. Yeah. So. It, Potentially bears, But oh, then why won't yetis. they just say bears? I'm pretty sure somebody in the 1940s wouldn't understand what a bear is. Yeah, but you got to remember, he's new to the continent. He's not an animal researcher. Or un, you know. Because this is actually, yeah, this is in Southern Asia, right? Yeah, so Nepal is in Southern Asia, which is where the Himalayas are. Yeah. So, in 1959, Yeti feces were co- collected by Slick, Tom Slick, Expedition. Fecal analysis found a parasite which could not be classified. 
The United States government thought that finding the Yeti was likely enough to create three rules for American expedition searching it, obtain a Nepalese permit, not harm the Yeti except in self-defense, and let the Nepalese government approve any news reporting for the animal. So, you know what's funny? So, um, the second one, it says, like, uh, you said, like, you know, don't hurt the Yeti or something. Isn't that just what we kind of, like, heard today? By the thing that I sent you, like oh, oh yeah, the, the search and survive about Bigfoot, the two million dollar hard evidence war uh, a warrant. Yeah, so if you guys don't know about it just yet, because it, it came out today, they were saying something in Oklahoma. They're giving people two million dollars to find Bigfoot, technically, yeah, essentially. But you can't. Kill it, but it said you can't kill it or harm it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the same exact thing. Well, that's that's the big Yeti Bigfoot, um, missing ape conversation is do you kill it so that you have the body or do you collect hard evidence and hope that's enough i mean everybody wants a body but like why i mean what if you just capture it well they haven't yet oh yeah it's been going on for years were you talking about like a 500 pound animal or humanoid yeah so you're talking about someone that has going to have average strength so you need like maybe like a couple tranquilizers like Couple bear tranquilizers. You know, that's what I would think. Yeah, but we don't know if it's an ape or if it's a bear or if it what it is. Be, you need to know what it is before you try and tranquilize it. Bear tranquilizer doesn't work the same as you would on a gorilla. Really? No, there's different kinds of tranquilizers. Oh well, I mean, I know, I know there's different kinds, but like I thought, like just when they say like horse tranquilizer, just me, I thought they they just meant like no, it's a horse. It's just like so, so so damn strong it'll fucking like take down a horse. No, no, it's specifically for a horse. Oh, that's where ketamine comes from, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Like that wink there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what do you do? Do you shoot the do you shoot the Bigfoot or do you let it live? I don't know. I wouldn't kill anything unless I, I had to. I don't want to kill the Bigfoot or nothing like that, but you know, also they've collected hair sample, poop samples, indentations where they left food for the Yeti or the Bigfoots. Yeah. And nobody's ever accepted that as concrete evidence or like the patterson giblin film people don't accept that as hardcore evidence the the basically the the first video of of the bigfoot, of the bigfoot yeah that's actually is a pretty good video of bigfoot but though. a lot of scientists laughed it out and said it's fake i mean so what do you do at, at that point you have the bigfoot on camera do you fucking shoot it well, you're talking about scientists though they're gonna say that everything's fake but until they see to... it in, inside of a computer or some shit but that's who you need to believe though like I believe the Bigfoot's real. Like I'm like, yo, that you sold me on the patty. Like, do we really need scientists saying like, hey, it's real before we really say anything? Like, look at look at the government. Oh, UFOs ain't real. Aliens ain't real. And then like few more, few years later, like, oh hey, yeah, yeah, we're lying about this by the real. way. Yeah, yeah, but, not potentially. We know that it's real because even the government doesn't even know about it. So yeah, a UFO yeah. and that might be aliens, but it is an unidentified object, flying yeah. object. But as far as like the Yeti goes, though, like. I want it to be acknowledged. It needs to be acknowledged. It does because well, I'm not gonna say the final thoughts yet, but you know, yeah. Well, it, I mean, let's, let's go on. I mean, I already believe he's real. So the final thoughts on Bigfoot for me is he's real. Yeti, we'll get to that. But yeah, what do you do? Do you shoot the Bigfoot even though we provided evidence, or do you let it live? Like you specifically. And so if I maybe if I had a tranquilizer, maybe, but I wouldn't shoot it to injure it just to bring it back. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. But I heard that's what people. Like even like um, a lot of people are saying even on different podcasts, like it seems like to get everybody on the same page. You gotta provide a body. Yeah, you gotta provide a body. Like just like oh, kill it. 
But what if it's like the last of its kind and you just ended the species to prove it's real? Well, it can't be just last of its kind, though. You're talking about like Bigfoot here where people see like smaller ones or maybe kids or females and males yeah. of it. So it ha- they're, they're repopulating. Like, you know, they're fucking. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a small squad. I, I, you know. Or maybe they're not a small squad. That's a thing. I, I honestly, I'm going a, I'm to a throw it down right here. Shoot the Bigfoot. Why though? Well, I wouldn't think you would. You would say that. Well, we're I just tranquilizing shit. Well, because it's been. 50 well, yeah, years. we don't know if it's like. I mean, who who gives a fuck if they it's can been handle 50 it? Years that we haven't tranquilized one yet. So it wasn't tranquilizing it strong enough. That he's gonna hide. And you're never gonna find him. He's How do you know sleep. if it's not strong? Enough? There's nobody with a story. Because tranquilizers just don't drop you. You don't take a tranquil and you're down. It it takes a time. You have to metabolize the tranquilizer. You just don't get shot and go down. It takes a little while. True, but what if you just slap like a shit ton into him? Then you kill him. <laughs> you know, like, well, you don't know because he's he's a beast or a human, so you don't know what he could take. But I wouldn't just like sh- kill him. Well, that's the issue with tranquilizing. If you tranquilize him, you don't know if you're gonna OD him or not. Well, so so well, think about it this way. Okay, there's option A: shoot him with a shotgun, kill him, or sh- option B: see what this might do. I feel like I feel like a shotgun's kind of inhumane. <laughs> like, You're talking about the one killing the Bigfoot, and now a shotgun. Yeah, with a, with too a, inhumane. With a fi- like a like a nice size. Why does it fucking matter when it's a fucking gun shooting somebody and killing it still? Because a shotgun's gonna hurt more. So so it, oh it's okay. Let's go ahead and just stab Bigfoot. No, that's horrible. Oh, okay, so that's okay. So that's not okay. But sh- shooting him in the fucking brains, all right? Yeah, now he's now he died. Instantly. What if he's not? What if he has like an impenetrable skull and you just like dented his skull? You're saying like a bear, like has a like he's fucking skull. Wolverine or some shit. And he's gonna fuck you up then, and then we'll have your body. He, to he prove probably that can fuck you up because nobody yeah. has a body of him, there but they've go, probably though. seen random bodies on the you woods. You just proved my point. If Bigfoot kills you, we have evidence you were killed by a Bigfoot. I, I mean, like people won't believe that. Be like, no, no, these, these fucking kids are just like out in the woods, just got eaten by a bear. Yeah, I don't know. Look, man. All right, I want scientists to finally say Bigfoot's real. Who cares what the fuck scientists say? Science. Well, I mean, like, I, I understand, like, science is big, and I, I do believe in science, but there's there's a lot of shit that scientists say that they don't even believe when there's, like, proven evidence. No, yeah, of course. There's a lot of shit that, like, science don't believe, but yeah, it's nice to be in the history book, you know, or the science book. Like, let's go to class. I can take a class where, like, yo, oh. in 2021, Bigfoot was shot squaring the fucking face. Proven he was real once and for all. And Mystery Kink was talking about it the entire time. Yeah. Shoot, yeah. Shoot Bigfoot. I don't know about that. Shoot him. Fuck you. Just shoot him. A big one. Not the little ones. Let the little ones live. Big ones. Well, yeah, well what, what if the shot doesn't even kill him? Why would you use a shotgun? I said, I said what if the shot doesn't even kill him? Oh. What, if, what if their skin is very penetrable and you can't penetrate it like a normal human? Not a, he's not an animal of this earth. Well, actually, no, because there was a story of somebody killing a Bigfoot. Allegedly. 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 I think we're saying that every single episode. Yeah. But you know what? It makes sense, though, because we're always saying something that... Because it's alleged. You can't prove it's real. Like, yeah, somebody claims to have shot Bigfoot, but there are people that have claimed to have had sex with Bigfoot. It's not... There's people that have seen that they claim they had sex with aliens. Yeah. Yeah. But it don't make it true. (laughs) You you believe in aliens. As much as I want it to be true, it doesn't make it true. True. We're speculating, but... Hey, look. It's all good. I'd say don't shoot the animals. I I'd rather shoot a human than shoot an animal. I no lie. Glass the Bigfoot, bring it back. I was right. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. Yeah, yeah. So moving on, moving on to 1959. Actor James Stewart visiting India reportedly smuggled the Pangboche monk's hand 
in his luggage. Mm. So this story is really I know, convoluted. But, yeah, this story is actually pretty good though. It's but it is kind story. of. I don't like how it ended. Well, it ha- there's a new there's a new version of it that recently came out. What do you mean a new version? So James Stewart supposedly became religious and started destroying all Bigfoot and Yeti um, evidence because supposedly it disproves God. In it, his view, I don't think it would. That's the new. That's the newer version of the story, but I, that's. I don't think that's accurate. I, I think that's what happened bullshit. was this man stole the Yeti hand, had stuck it down his wife's pants. That's how they smuggled it out. Okay, makes sense. They replaced it with a human hand. Yeah. Then years later, someone came to test the human hand, and the monks allowed them to test the Yeti hand, quote unquote. But it was a human hand. Yeah. So he fucked up any kind of evidence, possibly approving that this was a Yeti. Because he put a human hand in place of the Yeti hand. You know what? And I heard I heard another story to where, like, this guy had evidence of the Yeti. Mm-hmm. And he apparently left it in a suitcase on the side of the road. By accident. Not real. I mean, I wouldn't think so either. Bruh, if I... I would lose my dick before I lost a Yeti body. All right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, talking about a Yeti hand, right? I would lose appendages before i lost the yeti body <laughs> even if i had a yeti's toenail i would lose a finger before i lost the toenail. oh yeah no, I, it's, that's why i don't really kind of believe it either but i never even heard this there's side been, of the story there's been a lot of fucking nonsense like a few years ago there was a people that claimed they killed the bigfoot and turned out to be a monkey costume full of animal guts it was I mean, in the news they got in a lot of trouble they actually went to jail for that are you serious defrauding the public or some shit like so that. So, was it actually a fucking joke, or did they actually really think? I think they were trying to pass it off. They were really trying to pass it off. Mm. There's a guy on YouTube, it's hard to find his videos because it's so obscure, but supposedly he has a Yeti head in his freezer, and he takes it out and does videos with it. That sounds fake to me. It looks, it what, looks and weird. Where is this guy at? Where, where's this guy putting Russia. his video? Okay, well, or Alaska, I mean... one of the two, but there's supposedly Yetis in Alaska and Russia. That's that's for another one. We're gonna be doing a hoaxer version of the Yeti and Bigfoot stuff because there's quite a bit of hoaxer Yeti shit. Yeah, there is. And it's pretty fucking interesting. Like, there's a whole like seedy underbelly like monopoly on this shit. People make mad money off of like of all the Yeti shit. Yeah, of which I think I gas. even the people because like Yeti even goes down far as and they have it inside people's religion and culture. Yeah, yeah, and there's people just you know trying to make fun of it and. You know, and trying to make money off of it when these guys, like, live on day-to-day, basically, like, not like, this wild man, in quotes, lives here. Yeah. And, like, and if you do mess with him, like, he will mess you up. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy the amount of shit that happens. So, moving on, in 83, Himalayan conservationist Daniel C. Taylor and the Himalayan national history historian Robert L. Fleming Jr. led a Yeti expedition into Nepal's Barun Valley, suggested by discovery in the Barun in 1972 of footprints alleged to be Yeti by Cornyn and McNeely, which there's not a whole lot about those two. They just I never of, even heard their names, actually. Which they're is just weird. random dudes that show up in Yeti mythology, but there's nothing that attributes to them other than finding the Barun Valley. It's kind of weird. Yeah. The Taylor Fleming expedition also discovered similar Yeti-like footprints, hominid appearing with both a hollux and bipedal gait, houses that extended toe. Yeah. In uh intriguing large nests in trees in vivid reports from local villagers of two bears or that's what rock rock uh, rook baloo means tree bear. 
tree bear. Yeah, basically the tree bear is a funny story. So these natives were calling these guys tree bears as like they were a separate species. It turns out that the Indonesian black bear, or I mean the Himalayan black bear, lives in the trees in its first few years for safety. So it's actually an actual bear. It's an actual bear that lives in the trees. But oh. these the Nepalese people are like, oh, those are tree bears. Yeah. But they were actually juvenile black bears until they reached old enough to, to survive on their own. Oh, that's pretty funny. I didn't know, like, juvenile black bears actually live in trees, though. Only in this area. They have to adapt to where... Exactly. Yeah, all right, that makes sense. Further interviews across Nepal evidence gave evidence of local belief in two different bears, which is what we just talked about, that the skull and everything, where they're the same bear, essentially, just the babies live in the trees. Yeah. So, moving on, in 2004, Henry G., editor of the journal Nature, mentioned the Yeti... As an example of folk belief deserving further study, right in the discovery that Homo florensius survived until so recently, which means that the Devonesian people who passed on the gene to live in higher in the mountains yeah. lived to about a few thousand years ago, later than what they originally thought. So so these guys are basically like non-existent right now then? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah. they are. They, they live in the Nepal people, basically. Like the genes carried by the Nepal people live on. So basically, people are still in Nepal would still be able to still have those genes yeah. then, right? No, they're yeah. still found in them. All right. Doki. So moving on to 2010, a group of Chinese scientists and explorers proposed new researches in the Shenajia Forestry District of Hubei Province, which was the site of expeditions in the 70s and 80s. A 2011 conference in Russia, participating scientists and enthusiasts declared having 95% evidence of the Yeti's existence. 95%? Yeah, just from poop samples, hair samples, and um, foot foot footprint samples, there was enough evidence to suggest there was some sort of creature. But American asshole anthropologist <laughs> and autonomist Jeffrey Meldrum, who was present during the Russian expedition, claimed the evidence found was simply an attempt by local officials to drum up publicity. A Yeti was reportedly captured in Russia in December 2011. Initially, the story claimed that a hunter reported having seen a bear-like creature trying to kill one of his sheep. After he fired his gun, the creature ran into the forest on two legs. The story then claimed that Border Patrol soldiers captured a hairy two-legged female creature similar to a gorilla that ate meat and vegetation. This was later revealed as a hoax or, po- or possibly a publicity stunt for charity. In 2019, an Indian Army Mountaineer Expedition team claimed to have spotted the mysterious Yeti footprints measuring 81 by 38 centimeters, or 32 by 15 inches, which is fucking huge. That is huge. Yeah. Like, like I'm a size 13 foot, right? Yeah, so they're talking about 32 and then and then 15 yeah. inches wide. That's about, that's three of my feet plus another couple inches. Well, like, we were talking about the pickaxe earlier. So yeah. since, since that picture is actually going to be on the show notes and shit, so that means we were talking about something like 10 times that, right? Because I think well, that... Ten times is an exaggeration, but yeah, something at least four of those pickaxes long. Yeah. Because that pickaxe was about, uh, I think it was like six to seven inches. Now you're looking at a 32-inch foot. Yeah. Like, that's, in, that's insane. That's <laughs> I think Shaq's like a size 22 or something like that, or 18. Really? Like, Shaq is tw- 22? Yeah, I thought he's probably like 18 I don't want I don't want to misquote Shaq's shoe size. He's also making... Oh, uh, I apologize. I was wrong. It's 23 inches. That motherfucker got a foot. Yeah. <laughs> You got more than a foot. He's got two foot foot. More than that. No, two. two Wait, a foot, a foot? No, a foot is twelve inches. Yeah. A two foot foot. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. But damn, dude, I did not. 
and I, I know I know he had to get custom customized shoes. Custom kicks, yeah. That's... Yeah, yeah, but I'm like I didn't know about like that shit. Twenty three fucking inches, dude. No lie, you think he has the hog or you think he has a small piece? I think it looks small on him, but it's probably huge. You know what I'm saying? He's a big dude, so it looks like an average size. Yeah. That could be. I don't know how Mr. King turned into like the kinky part. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was just, just randomly thinking. You were thinking about Shaq's wiener? So why are we talking about my big feet? I mean, all right, bro. <laughs> be happy. Be you. Hey, 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 let's not get there. Okay, so possibly the Yeti. Possible explanation. The misidentification of Himalayan wildlife has been proposed as an explanation for some Yeti sightings, including the Chate, a langur monkeys living at low altitudes, the Tibetan blue bear, or the Himalayan brown bear, or this te also known as the Himalayan Red Bear. Well, publicized expeditions of Bhutan initially reported that the hair samples had been obtained, which by DNA analysis by Brian Sykes, not be matched to any known animal. Analysis completed after the media release, however, clearly showed that the samples are from a brown bear, Ursus arcticus, and an Asiatic black bear, Ursus tibetan. In 1986, South Tyrolean mountaineer Reinhold Messner claimed in his autobiography, My Quest for the Yeti, that the Yeti is actually the endangered Himalayan brown bear, Ursus articus, is a vanillus, or Tibetan blue bear, which can walk both upright on, or on all fours. I mean, but like, but like, every bear could do that, though. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, but, and also you gotta remember, he has three feet of snow to help him stand straight up. Yeah, Like so it's a, gonna look a lot bigger. There's a theory that humans learned to walk when they were monkeys by walking through the water because the water was deep enough to help them support their knees and ankles. The water was deep enough. The water was deep, so they were able to walk through the water on straight up and down instead of on their... Well, I mean, if, if the water was deep, I would just think they would just float. Well, no, no. It's like, so the idea is that humans, when they were still monkeys or like they were evolving... Oh, you're talking about like evolution shit, Way right? back in the day, evolution, yeah. Yeah. Which, whether you believe or not, I'm not going to get religious on it. Yeah, well, let's not, gonna, let's not go not, there. But... Supposedly, there's a water ape theory, which also is kind of where the Bigfoot walking on two legs theory comes from. Okay. Is that monkeys learn to walk upright by walking through water because the water provided support for their ankles. Because their ankles and knees were inverted and had an extra joint for them to walk on their hands and legs. Okay. But when they started walking through the water, it helped them support and strengthen the joints in their knees and ankles. Okay. So they're able to walk upright. All right. So that also kind of can be pointed at the bears walking upright in the snow. The snow is providing extra support for them to stand straight up. Yeah. Which is standing straight up foot. Straight up bear could be six feet tall. Well, like, or, and or, you and you're talking about like, you know, like three feet of snow. You're talking about like nine feet now. Yeah. So, yeah, during this tree, uh, during this period, tree bears were discovered, uh, rediscovered, and the tree bear phenomenon happened again. So they, they, they proved that tree bears weren't actual separate animals. They were just baby bears. Yeah. And they forgot about it, and the explorer thought they'd found a new species of tree bear. It just turns out it was the already discovered baby bears of the brown bear. Ah, uh, well, I'm pretty sure like, that killed that guy's day. Yeah, he's like, fuck. Yeah, he's probably like, ah, I found something, like, everybody needs to know. And it's just like, no, nah, man, we're like, we knew that for, like, years ago. So the issue, though, with these not being bears, though, is that bears have an extended thumb on their foot okay. for climbing. All right. So it doesn't, like, grip nothing. It's just a extra claw for them to climb up better. All right. So when they leave a bear print, though, it's not shaped like a human foot. It's the classic small square paw shape with the extra thumb on it. All right. So it's only, like, four to five inches across. So they don't think it's the bear 
because it's just the the foot's too small. Thirty-two inch foot versus a four inch foot. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Then I attached some pictures of the bears and the monkeys. They supposedly are supposed to be the yeti. Yeah. So these bears look nothing like what's being fucking described as a yeti. No. Uh, the monkeys are only like three feet tall, so there's no fucking way. You're... Well, there is a lot of well, not a lot of stories, but there is a few stories of yetis being like four feet. There, those, yeah, there are stories of that, but these monkeys are just so tiny, dude. These yeah, yetis, no, see, I wouldn't think of that as a yeti. Like, yetis are being described as at least three to four hundred pounds, though. Yeah, the rig. These these fucking monkeys that, that have yeah, teeny I, tiny limbs. Like they no. You're talking about like eighty pounds at, at the max. Okay, so we talked about what it could be. We talked about the Yeti stories, what the Yeti comes from. Now, what is it? What do you think the Yeti is? Alright, I'll I'll say what what mine is. Because, like back in the day, I'm not gonna lie, like I thought you know, the Yeti is like this, you know, basically the white Bigfoot. Yeah. It's the the white hairs, the only Bigfoot that could have, like, this hair. Mm-hmm. And me, so I thought it was just a regular Bigfoot, but just white hair. Because okay. he has to live up in the mountains. Apparently at 14,000 feet or higher. Yeah. Now, thinking about it and listening to, you know, other podcasts and then, of course, doing our own research. To me, I think the Yeti is actually a unknown humanoid species that we still haven't got to visit. Humanoid as in like it's part human or it's in the shape of a human? I feel well I'll say in shape of no. Are you talking like it's like some kind of lost Neanderthal? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think it's actually a very lost Neanderthal. Because if you think about it like if you deeper like a deeper dive on it you're talking about like the, the people in Nepal and everyone in that area this is all in their like religion and yeah. and part of it like and, and all their stories and even i think they even believe that like these like you can't piss off this person of the forest yeah so to me i believe like i just think since like you know they're a lot bigger mm-hmm. and then of course like you know if if you do believe in evolution well ev- I, can't, I can't say that evolution is real obviously we see it every fucking day you see a fucking flower coming from a yeah. seed to a plant right it's fucking evolution no that's growth Huh. Isn't that evolution still? No, evolution is an organism changing or adapting to its environment. But a lot of trees and shit do that, though. Yeah, that's that's definitely a seed becoming a, pl- a flower is not evolution, but a seed growing in California and then being planted in Australia, where it's even hotter and drier and acclimating to that climate. Yeah, that'd be a form of evolution. I get what you're saying. Okay, you I know what you're saying. You're saying yeah. like, yeah, I'm I'm a little slow. No, you're not slow. You're not slow at all. I'm just a little dumbass. I'm no, a little Frank's a beans. I'll see you're a little drunk right now. <laughs> Maybe. I got to drive home. A little, little tipsy. A little tipsy. It's all good. All right, but basically what I'm saying, like, you know, evolution's real. Yeah. So to me, but I think since there's a lot of people, because I don't, I don't think we talked about the hand too much. No, we talked about that the hand turned out, the DNA test oh. on the hand turned out to be human. Yeah, but what about the scalp, though? Did they actually do a DNA yeah, sample of the scalp? Yeah, they did, and it turned out the, um, inconclusive. So it was too far gone. Was okay, so it was that one that was inconclusive, but not the hand. Yeah, the hand was human. Because I heard, like, you know, there's but a lot of stories about the hand. Like supposedly the suitcase. the hand's not the hand. It's was switched with a human hand and the actual Yeti hand. It's apparently... With James Stewart. yeah. So we don't even know where that Yeti know, hand is even at. Allegedly, we don't know if the hand is the hand or the hand is the hand. Allegedly. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, like, if somebody was going to take something because of a reason, Chris, yeah, would you think that he actually does have the real Yeti hand? I think – because 
all right, so actors today a lot different than actors back in the day. Today they need to be constantly in the spotlight or they're forgotten about. Back in the day, actors were just huge because they're so. It's famous. like one and done, yeah, and yeah. everybody's talking about it. So I don't, I don't think, I don't know. That's that's questionable because like, there's been a lot of relics that have turned out to not be relics at all, and yeah. that people just attributed relic status to them, right? Yes. So maybe they had a yeti hand, and it James Stewart really stole it. I'm not saying it didn't happen, and I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying. That's the story that we're sticking to. <laughs> All right, well, and since you know what I believe the Yeti is, I be- really believe it's, like, a Neanderthal. Yeah. I mean, you know, someone that's, like... I mean, Neanderthals are still around today. That's like, what I'm saying. Neanderthal DNA is in everybody. Like, if you but do I just, feel like it's, like, a different type of Neanderthal. I have, De- I have Neanderthal DNA. Do you? Yeah, when I did the 23 me. I need to fucking do that shit. You it was, like, well, bones, right? I did but... And he's also, like, very fucking white, by the way. Oh, super white. The whitest I could possibly be. You, you might as well just wear but a hood right now. I have no Africa. I mean, usually folks that have no Africa in them, because everybody's DNA has a form of African descent in them. Oh, really? Usually. Usually. Unless you have Neanderthal DNA in you. I mean, shit. I wonder I wonder what I have. It was, it was like 100 bones, right? It is 100 But I bought it on sale, so both the kids were 100 bucks for me and my wife. That's not bad. Yeah. But yeah, so... Yeah, so you think ne- Neanderthal could be Yeti. That's not a bad, honestly, that's not a bad idea, honestly, because he's described as a wild man. The The name for the Yeti in Nepalese means the man of the wild or the man of the glacier. Yeah. So it could be literally a man. And there is reports, I didn't include them because it was kind of weird, of Yetis you know, snatching up women and mm. mating with them. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to work it in, but it was super graphic. Like, even I was like, I don't know about this one. But I can't Damn. say that Yeti doesn't have a red rocket. Oh, <laughs> I remember you telling me that. I would think that he would just have a... He has a regular Dockler, according to the women that were snatched up by him. And and how long was his Dockler? They didn't describe it. They said it was above average, so... Okay. What's average in... Nepal, and it's above average, so it still could be small. We're talking being... about actually, never mind. Yeah, you can't go there. That's a good one. But, yeah, uh, but the you. average, the average is different per country. You yeah, know what I mean, like I don't really want to talk about dock size too much in yeah. averaging, but the American average for a dock size is like four inches. So if you're above four or five inches, I thought the American average was like five and a half or six. Four to five. Oh shit. Yeah. So if you're above four to five, you're above average. So yeah. Okay. If the average for Nepal is five, and he's sporting an eight. Like, he's not huge, but he's sporting above average size, you know? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So we got down to, we answered the question from last week. He's rocking the fucking yeah, so, Dockler. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so it's a regular Dock. Yeah, so it's regular not no, Dockler. Yeah, no red rocket here. So, all right, so you think it's the Neanderthal, which that's a really good observation. I think observation. so. There's a, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have if, if it wasn't so deep in their history of Nepal. Yeah, I mean it's huge. It's 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 in their genetics. It's not even like it's in their religion as well. It's in their genetics. Yeah, it's so it's just, it makes you think like like I think this it is like a maybe just a off species of the of the Neanderthals. It, could, it definitely is in their genetics. So it could be. All right. Or it could be Tibetan, just because they also lived up there. Well, that's what it is. The Tibetan there is the Okay, well then, the yeah, yeah. So they basically, I think that's what I think. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good, that's a thought and a, uh, that's a theory that they proposed already. So it's potentially you're right. I, I mean, I, you're probably more right than I am. Well, so what? Actually, what was your theory? So though? when I started off with this, 
Yeah, tell me to start from finish. I was like, Yeti is just some religious bullshit. Can't be real. Like, my dumbass is like huge believer in Bigfoot, but I'm over here like. So you didn't take the Yeti. Yeti. You didn't really say. It. You never really told I me like, that. I was like, Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest is real, but a similar creature up in the Himalayas was a load of shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of like the same way though. But so yeah, but we were, but we're yeah, we were, yeah, we're, we're the we're, opposite. Yeah, we're reverse. Yeah, but now I've come to think that the Yeti, due to the fact that Gigantopithecus's kicking spots was the Southern China. Yes. I think that big fucking monkey ape. Big by ass the way. gorilla, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking huge. So he had red to brownish hair, sometimes yep. white. Gorillas get white hair in the back. So if you see a monkey from far away and you see it's got a little bit of gray, what are you gonna describe? The gray part as well as the brown part, and eventually that gets muddled. Yeah, you would just say Bigfoot. But I think humans progressing their civilization around the same time the uh, Gigantopithecus went extinct. It moved the Gigantopithecus into the mountains. And there's a survival tech mutation that animals can sometimes uh, uh, get called insular dwarfism. Basically, there's not enough food or there's not enough um, resources. Resources, thank you. Awesome. In the area. Sorry, I've been up since 3 a.m. <laughs> Dude, Long you, work you were today, yeah. Yeah, so insular dwarfism basically is there's not enough resources for the animal to maintain its size. So over the generations, it slowly gets smaller. Yeah. So the Gigantopithecus is going from being like an 8 to 10 foot tall gorilla being 6 to 800 pounds, slowly, generationally, slowly evolved and mutated into a smaller version. Yeah. And as it got smaller, it would be easier for it to walk upright. Yeah. Less weight on his hind yeah, legs. Yeah, on the knees, yeah. Now old boy could walk through the woods. Yeah. And Gigantopithecus had... Uh, teeth very similar to humans. Basically, they're omnivorous, so we have the same, the gnashers and the mashers and the chewing up meat teeth and the grass teeth. They had the same thing. So, and what would also, dis- what would also for the size of the yetis being bigger or smaller, they had the uh, dimorphism, which is basically the males are bigger than the females. Yeah. So you got females running around, that would be the smaller yeti. You got the males around, that would be the bigger yeti. I honestly went from yeti being bullshit to Gigantopithecus over the years evolving into a smaller version of itself. Now, like, that's crazy that an animal from the Ice Age survived, but sharks haven't changed for three million years. Sharks from the fossil record are the exact same make and build as they are now. I still believe the Mentally Don's probably down there. Fuck yeah, he's down there. I, I'm like, sorry. That's the like, episode we're going to do. I'm waiting. Do you want to do an episode oh, on the so Megalodon? Bad. I, I love Megalodons. Ocean freaks me out. I, I have I this weird fucking fucked love up fear the about ocean, it. dude. I like it, but I have this weird fucked up fear of it. But so dope that a megalodon could potentially be real. Wait, hold on. What's your fuck? Wait, hold on. How much time are we going on right now? Oh, we're at fifty-eight minutes. We still got time. Okay. Keep it going. Why the fuck are uh, you? Why are you afraid? afraid of this water? I know you swim. No. You kind of do. I I didn't learn to swim until like twenty, dude. I went. What well, was it? We're in a hot tub, like years ago. Yeah, but a hot tub's like three feet deep. Yeah, but still, I people, swim people are, when, usually people hate fucking water. They don't want to go like near. There's it. a difference between a pool and an ocean. Okay, so okay, why? So and why I'm you hate the ocean? One. Like any pool I go into, I'm usually taller than the pool. I'm able to tiptoe it out. Like I never had to learn how to okay, swim. So, so why you hate this ocean? Because I love. I, I have an ocean. Story, you ever seen those way. pictures of like a dude swimming and you see like the bottom of the area he's swimming and then the ocean just drops off into the deep dark abyss? 
Well, I Fuck mean, that. probably not in California because our fucking ocean's fucking nasty. So maybe in Hawaii, probably. Yeah, that's a good point. But I see what you mean, though. Like, but well, you, that's that's what I'm saying. It's, I'm not afraid what's down there. What's down there fascinates the fuck out of me. The animals and shit. It's just like this weird. I don't know how to explain. It's just like this, like primordial, like lizard. Well, we don't know spear. what's down there, man. Megalodon's down there, duh. Well, yeah, but we and know we know more about like you know outer space than we do inside of our fucking ocean. I, I mean. Yeah, yeah. That means that yeah. That means do. there's some big shit down there. there but you know be. what? I'll say this: I believe in the Megalodon. But I'll tell you something right now that we, of course, we're gonna have to talk about. I don't believe in the Loch Ness monster. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm there with you. I think it's a big catfish. We're gonna have I'm a, a big right catfish. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that long neck though. A catfish don't have that. Well, the that long neck picture. We're gonna get back to the yeti in a second. We're on a tangent. <laughs> but that long neck picture was faked by a dentist. Oh. It was proven to be fake. He took a duck or some kind of like a – he made a model with a toy submarine. That famous Nessie picture with the long neck? Yeah. It's faked. Oh, well, shit. Yeah, but there is an animal in there or creatures in there. Eels get into the lock all the time, so an eel could explain the humps. Loch Ness Monster could just be a giant catfish. Like today, um, fucking Diamond Valley Lake, a dude just fished out a 58-pound catfish. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, Diamond Valley. Yeah, he I haven't fished her yet, but it's was one of my fish. This catfish was as long as he was. Dude, there's some catfishes that are getting like hundred fucking pounds. See what I'm saying? In Indonesia, there's um. But like a lot of monsters, like those pictures. Oh, that picture's fake. But that so, picture was fake. But so, you're talking about like a really big animal living in the lock. Yeah. But it could be just a giant catfish or a really big. I don't know about a catfish. Eel. I could say that maybe it's a different type of fish, but a catfish, I don't know. We we gotta do it. We gotta do a. We gotta do an episode on it. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, Let's back, back on to the insular dwarfism on the Gigantopithecus. Over the generations, it got smaller. That was a horrible tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so we went way off on that. Way one. off. But this is Mr. King Dog. Your mystery is my king. Yeah. So we got this shit. I really do went from believing that it was some kind of spiritual bullshit to it's a Gigantopithecus. Now that's the issue with this though is. Bigfoot in America, there is no Gigantopithecus discovered in America. Oh, there you go. If you go, but it's crazy because every continent has a Bigfoot of some sort. Even Brazil does, and we just got done with our Brazil series episode a while back. We probably should actually, yeah, we probably should actually started with that first. No, <laughs> no, no, we'll go there next or. No, I want to do. I want to do the. Orangpendic. Yes, the Orangpendic. It is. I love that fucking name. Yeah, for real. So we should. They should make it. Let me get an orange Boom. Yeah, you know what? That should be a fucking shot. We'll make that a fucking shot. Just orange juice and fucking tequila. <laughs> orange juice is gross. What? You're Bro, I'm gross. We're. T- we're. <laughs> what? I, you know me. I, I don't. I don't like. Like I don't know. You know how I am. I just rather have some water. Um, I don't know if we can be on this podcast anymore. I think this is the final episode. No, no, no. <laughs> Time yeah. About. So I definitely went from thinking, hey, Yeti's bullshit, to the Yeti's a potentially a insular dwarfism Gigantopithecus. Because, look, the food up there is super scarce, right? They do come down below the snow line, so maybe that's when they're hunting and foraging and savaging. There's been reports of them eating freshwater crabs, which freshwater crabs is pretty fire. If you never had freshwater crab, you got to go look it up. I've been having some lobster, but I never actually had that crab crab. Crab is fire. Yeah, I try it. Because so, lobster's fire. Yeah, so you got these yetis coming around below the snow line. They're smaller because there's less food. There's less space for them to hide. Everything happens around the Zembu uh, Glacier, which the fucking all the religions were the glacier man, like we yeah. were talking about earlier. So that's what I think. I think the yeti 
is Gigantopithecus. There have been other creatures found that were extinct as well, like the coelacanth and the coelacanth. They fished them up. Those are animals from the dinosaur times. Oh, shit. And they fished them up as recent as like the 70s and 80s. So it's, it's, it's a pretty it's recent. potential. There's not a there's not a lost world where like these creatures live in this like hidden valley, unless you believe in Earth. But hey, there's a lot of a lot of good things. Well, in supposedly that inner... Bigfoot's and Yetis come from Earth. I think they go down there if it's real. Yeah. <laughs> if it's real. <laughs> but yeah, so I just want it to be real. You never know. Honestly, the Yeti, yes or no? I say yes. What do you think? Uh, I say the Yeti as in the Bigfoot, no. But is there a Yeti? Yes. I should reach across this fucking table and slap you. What are you doing? <laughs> Why? Uh, no, Bigfoot's not real, but the Yeti sure is. Fuck you. What? No, no, I'm just saying. Uh, well, okay, yeah, because I'm saying like Bigfoot's not real. Because I said like I wanted the Yeti to be real. But now I'm saying no, the Yeti's not real. Oh. But there is a, a some kind yeti. of creature out there. Yes, but yeah. not a big fucking gorilla. Not a big fucking gorilla, but I feel like basically what people believe what our Bigfoot is. I believe what the Yeti is. It's just like probably not as hairy, but they have to. You're talking about in a fucking environment that's at fourteen thousand feet elevation. Yeah, feet. but bears, goats. All kinds of animals live up there. There's food up there. There's well, I mean, you saw that there. one footprint. That footprint did not get denied. That footprint did not look like a bear's footprint. We see bears all the time. Oh, no, that it. definitely wasn't a bear's footprint. Yeah. And you're talking about 14,000 fucking feet. Yeah, animals live up th- live up that high, though. Well, yeah, but, like, just that with that footprint and everything else with the uh, Nepal and, like, all the Neanderthals, the all the stories fuck, behind yeah. it, I really think that there's... Maybe just a different form of Neanderthals up there, and Probably I think like that would be the Yeti. Is what you're saying, like how there's lost tribes in the Amazon. Yeah, just it's they're Tibetan people, but not Tibetan people as we know. A lost tribe of Tibetan people. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they like to keep the it mountain. under the ropes. Okay. That's what I kind of think. That's what I actually not kind of think. That's what I. No, yeah, I like think. that. That's a cool fucking theory. Like I dig that because that provides all kinds of conspiracy. I theories. do like your theory too about the giant. Well, I can't even say it really. Gigantopithecus. That's a big fucking monkey. It's a big monkey, but you think you know what I mean? No, but it, like, it does what it's extend on two feet. Goldfish, though, you ever like you ever, if you keep a goldfish in a small bowl, it stays small. You put that same small goldfish in a big bowl, it'll grow to the size of its tank. So really though? Yeah, for real. Oh shit! So you put a you put a big gorilla in a small area over time, he's gonna shrink down to survive and adapt to it. True. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not debating with you on whether. No, well, no, no. I actually like your theory too, though. No, I like your theory because like, there's just so much you can work with there. There can be all the bullshit. Like, why are these people so different in the same area? Because it happens in Brazil. There's lost tribes, but there's also Rio de Janeiro, <laughs> normal. Which is like cities. a like you go there and you feel like you're in fucking America. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they have there's like lost tribes in that same area. Like, there's like yeah. So I'm saying. So I'm saying. So it's just like I swear. Like maybe it's like. Maybe some people that said, like, fuck all this bullshit. Yeah. And say, we're going to stay up here and just keep it like that. Like, you're getting circumcised. I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't we don't want that. A bar misfo over here. No, I'm going to go this way. You go that way. Yeah. And so that's probably what it is. But, but am I upset that it's not, like, Bigfoot, Bigfoot? A little bit. I think Jolene's going to be really upset with you. Oh, yeah, she is. She's going to because I didn't tell her. About all this. So when she listens to it, she's been waiting for this episode to come out. Yeah, hey, I misspoke a lot in this episode and jumbled shit up. I apologize. I've been up since <laughs> 3 a.m. 
I was supposed to get off work at three, but they fucking extended me. Yeah, well, there you go. That's it. <laughs> and I mean, I would try to pronounce stuff, but <laughs> not that many. maybe when we talk about some Japanese stuff, I could probably You'll be probably able, be able to, say, to do that because I can't do the Jap thing. I could do yeah. You can't say Jap. Yeah, Jap like the Japanese stuff. I abbreviated it. Yeah, so I didn't mean like Jap is in like. World War Two Japs and yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you know, I'm no, just saying. If someone gets offended, call me and I'll apologize to you directly. All right, I got you. But Japanese with Jap for short, come on. No, 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 I agree. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just your balls there. I call them Japs all the time too. I don't give a shit. We came to a good conclusion. Just remember, your mystery is our kink. Have a good night, guys. Have a good one.